praise the lord praise the lord once again just to bow down before the lord gracious heavenly father once again we thank you for your presence thank you for each and every one of us thank you for the word that you put in our heart as you are going to speak hide me behind your cross amen. lord speak through me through your word amen. with your power with your anointing amen. give us attentive ears to hear your word so that we receive your word as you want us to receive it amen. and be blessed in the name of your son for your glory alone amen. in jesus precious name we pray Once again it's my privilege to stand and speak of God's word today and today I have chosen a title why God answers differently we know we started this year and this year is well known to every one of us this year is the year of prayer and God did answer all our prayers the slogans for this year is as we pray the lord will answer so we remember from the january till today and all of us are having a exciting testimony i cannot say all of course most of us share the exciting testimony how they have been blessed by god during the beginning of this year till today and there is no doubt God did answer our prayers. How many of you believe that? Yes. That's good, most of you. And still, there may be some people, and uh, you may not experience that, and still you are expecting God to answer you, and uh, as you are written in your, uh, in your uh, uh, list of uh, the prayer, as you have started with this year, and uh, it is our privilege it is a greatest privilege for us to have god's children that we have a prayer answering card and uh, even one of his very name is god answers prayer we have a very beautiful song concerning that you know it psalm 65 verse 2 oh you hear prayers to you all flesh will come so our god the name of god himself god answers prayers amen so we can go to him boldly and confidently at any time hebrew 4:16 says let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need but there remains a question does god answers all our prayers the answer is yes according to matthew 7:7 and 8 and also john 14:13 and 14 if you go through it in matthew 8 says for everyone who asks receives and he who seeks finds and to whom who knocks it will be open also john 14 14 well known scripture for every one of us who claims it if you ask anything anything in my name i will do it greet your neighbor if you ask anything if you ask anything i will do it in my name that is the lord himself has said but do we all this is the question do we all having this experience honestly the answer could be no why i say this we heard time to time how god answers the way god answers how do we explain this god answers our prayer as we know in four levels we know sometimes yes immediately often times yes wait most often it's silent and many times it is no but i reorder order this one 
in a, in a sequence. First, all of us, everyone wants it. Yes, God answers our prayers. So exciting. That's good. Often, sometimes we say, God says, wait. Don't be hurry. just wait. Sometimes God keeps silent for some reasons. And sometimes even the, uh, he refused, even no. That also in part of answer. But when you look at it, the other side, when you see, what I put it, first thing at the bottom, yes, mostly God answers. Gradually when you look at it, sometimes differently God answers. It is not exactly yes to what you ask. Differently God answer. Then, often, wait, silent, and no. I, based, I, I focus on this order. Yes, diff- differently, and wait, silent, no. Why I put it this order, I like this? Most of us, most of us, Likes, God answers immediately, instantly. Yes to whatever you ask. You know, what is that experience in my experience, what I compare with? It is for all baby Christians. Just whatever you ask, everything is given. That is the foundation. When you accept Christ as you are a baby, yes, he gives. When you are matured enough, God will just give different answer. Not as you expect. That is another level. If you are very much familiar and found off and you are immersed in that, you may not be able to accept when God answers to you differently. Then you think about yourself. When God says, wait, where you are going to be. When God keeps silent, how we are going to act. And when God says no to your answer, what will be your reaction? What will be, how it could be your relationship with God? Now you know what is your, rela- your, your, your uh, uh, level of relationship you have with God. Imagine. In what level you are. When you ask God, Yes, God answered you. Immediately praise God, thanking God, jumping, shouting, praying, everything is good. Yes, suppose if it answers you differently, what will happen? How God answers differently? So in that case, it is a lesson for you. Where are you in your spiritual life? Where are you in your prayer life? And how you are supposed to, how much is there for you to grow when God says no to your prayer? How you are going to act it? Are you ready to accept it? That is the lesson for us. But here, I I am going to take just one level up. How we are going to, why God going to, how, why God answers differently. Second level you are going to. Then the rest of the things you will learn later. So in this case, in the other words, God always answers our prayers, but not always as I said. Why? When God answers prayers, He meets just our needs. But when we, when He answers our prayers differently, He teaches us several lessons. And He does this for our growth and also For his glory. That is ultimately the purpose of when God answers you differently. Once again I repeat it. When God answers you differently, the reason is God is going to teach us a lesson. When God answers you differently, that is God who wants you to grow. Because you are in the first level, you have to grow. Altogether, he wants us to glorify him. If we are your true children of God, when you call him as our Abba and Father, boldly and confidently, the privilege is there, and you have to accept it 
when God answers you differently. So there are some of the examples which we are going to go through very quickly. First is the Samaritan woman. In John 14, 15, just you know from the scripture, I'm not going to go in detail. I will just give you the, just the outline line. In, in Samaritan woman story, you know. And when he was there and also what she asked, because the time is very short, I have to go fast. And she was asking, God offered him a living water. But she says, the woman said to him, Sir, give me this water that I may not thirst, not come here to draw. But answer of Jesus is, See, before that he was, when she was telling, and Jesus was asking, and well, how we are going to collect it? You do not have the whistle. You are a Jew. You cannot supposed to come. All these things she was telling. When she asked, and she didn't say, he didn't say anything. He says, call, go, call your husband and come here. When she asked, give me this water, of the, the living water, so that I may not thirst, nor come here to draw water. But the answer of Jesus is, he didn't ask anything, but say, he said, just go and call your husband. That is not the straightforward answer. That is a different answer. So this is how God answered. Just in the Old Testament about Jacob, Genesis 32, 26. Jacob's prayer was well known, very classic prayer. He was not given up. Overnight, he was struggling, wrestling with God. And he, what he was asking, he said, let, God was saying, let me go for the day breaks. But he said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. Unless you bless me, I will not let you. Overnight he was wrestling to bless him. He was asking the blessing. What is the answer of God? Verse 27. So he said to him, What is your name? He said, What is your name? That is not the answer for his blessing. He was looking for blessing. But God said, What is your name? Nowhere it is contradicting, going together. No matching. It is opposite. But it revealed and brought him, as a, blessed him, and made him a big nation. He became a leader of a nation. The Israelites, his name. You are Israel, no more Jacob. How God changed? That is his purpose. To know, to understand this kind of answer, we should be matured enough. That will come not by knowledge, by your experience. This is what God wants us to teach. God is interested in our changing of our lives rather than instantly blessing us. So we are always looking for earthly things. God is always concerned about like eternal things. And even in the Samaritan woman, when she started with sir, but at the end it comes with Jesus became the savior. Anyhow, let's go to the second. Martha and Mary. When Jesus, they are very much loved by him. When he went to his house, and uh, you know the, the whole thing, Martha was saying, in verse, uh, uh, Luke chapter 10, verse 41. And Jesus, uh, she was coming and telling, let me open this. Verse, uh, uh, Martha was telling in verse 41. 40. Martha came to Jesus. Don't you know that uh, I am very busy with th- these things and uh, tell her, to come and help me. And it is good to, after, uh, of course, we had this message through our pastor before. And she was very busy in taking care of uh, the hospitality, to giving something to uh, for to serve him. And when she was very much busy, and she came 
and it is also well, you can say as a question or a uh, question or it is a request and uh, asking god the lord jesus tell mary to help me but here the answer from our lord is verse 41 jesus answered and said to her martha martha you are worried and troubled about many things but one thing is needed and the mary has chosen that good part which will be taken away from her and in this this is the actual as you say it's a genuine question or a request from martha but jesus wanted martha to reprioritize her life and when some of our prayers when we what we learn from here when some of our prayers are or uh, request or regarding the domestic needs and are not answered but we must sit down and rearrange our lives and that we may have to cut off the few things from our shadows or many things we should know as i was started with uh, one of the things it came to my mind is see it is not only god uh, give answer differently after we pray even before when you are praying itself that is a classic example or experience not i do not know how many of you have that when you go to lord in prayer you prepare yourself this are all the things you have to pray you may have your list with you and go to the lord and this are all the things i am supposed to pray how many of you had this experience when you go to pray for something even during the prayer itself god may lead you something to pray what you are preoccupied in your mind you will not do it god will lead you and bring you something else to pray and you are supposed to obey that because it is god who led sometimes when you pray there are conflicts like something will be bothering you so this is the thing something this are, so in, in uh, this they, they are all like hindrances sometimes something is reminded just to pray about it and push it away you just go move, move forward so you should not be get distracted when you are praying to the lord but uh, praying is when only when you understood and uh, uh, and uh, have that experience of you are going to speak to the lord and fellowshiping with him you have to go with a open mindedness it is not preoccupied this is what this is the time this is what i have to finish it if you go to that that's not a fellowship so in that case there itself what my point is it is not only after your prayer god will give you a different answer and even during your prayer god will lead you to pray differently and different things he will remind you to pray for that is most important than what you expected to pray and here also the same thing what god wants us to learn all your things are all worldly earthly and god wants us to if it is that case and rearrange it schedule it and make this so that you will have you are looking for one thing but god wants you to know many more things to do so the choices not between good and bad the choices always good and better amen amen thirdly even of the death of lazarus the same family that we know from john 11th chapter the sisters have sent the message to the lord jesus christ the sister sent the word to jesus lord the one who you love him is sick that was the message and you know the story that he delayed for uh, three more days over there and uh, there are several uh, situation and uh, it is the key is god loved lazarus very much god loved this family very much god it this is not only the message of his sister to the lord he who love whom you loved him and it is also lord himself has said and the disciples have said that if you go through the whole chapter and uh, the whom who jesus loved even the people surrounded there they said how much he loved him when jesus was wept so these are all the testimony all together 
Jesus loved Lazarus more than anything else. But to him, God led it, led him to die. And he delayed. What is the message even the sisters when Jesus came? Martha said in verse 21, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. After that, Martha, Mary came. Verse 32. And the same thing. Mary came where Jesus was and saw him and fell down at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not be died. Jesus purposely delayed, you know that. That is the verse 6 says. So they wanted, what they wanted? They wanted healing. What they say, the, the, the statement says, if you have been here, you may not have died. That's it. But God is not for just giving for healing. So God is having a much more than that. So in that case, for him, according to him, he wanted to grant him the resurrection. Throw away all your small ambitions. Small thing when you ask, God will give you the greater things. Right? And Ephesians 3.20 says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. Verse 21. To him be the glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. So the sickness of Lazarus war for God's glory. So altogether God knows God's name, his name has to be glorified. His power has to be manifested. God used Lazarus whom he loved. So in that case, if you think God loves you so much, you expect something greater and uh, you may not, you should not give up. God will use you or allowed you some situation which you cannot bear it, but God can turn that to his glory. Amen. That is our card. Fourthly, about your, someone who said, the, actually the, the Luke 12, 13 and 14, a rich man, he came to him and he said, Tell my brother, Lord, tell my brother to divide the property with me. Obviously, some injustice had been done to him in separating the property. That's what he says. Luke twelve fifteen, and he said to him, Take heed, beware of covetousness, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses. But Jesus pointed out a form of a covetousness here. So what I want to say, when he came for just asking God to separate the property, but he did not say anything in relation to what he was asking. But he is pointed out to go through the scripture of the whole. Go and he is telling about the covetousness. That is the sin. For example, there are times when God wants us to let go our dues or legitimate share. But the Lord is our portion. We may ask many things as we wanted. If you think that God is the first, he is our portion, we are very much blessed. But uh, I have no time to explain or uh, give my testimony concerning that. But I have to move. And Abraham's attitude, you know from the Old Testament, towards Loth. Genesis 13, verse 7 and 9. And he says, when they came for departing each other, he said, we are brothers and there is no strife. If you go left, I will go right. If I go right, I, I, I go left, you go right. So this is how the understanding. So another lesson in this is, we don't become rich by getting more and more. But when we give away more, we will become rich. That is the biblical principle. Worldly principle is, you gather as much as possible as you are healthy or wealthy. But the biblical principle is, 
give away as much as possible so that your treasure will be there so you have to follow the biblical principle fifthly we want to see uh, uh, matthew 12 38 to 41 five five i want to see a sign from you matthew 12 38 to 41 before that that is one more before that. the pharisees and uh, came to him and they were asking for sign from the lord and uh, we want to see a sign from you they came to jesus and uh, jesus you know the bible he say he was let us go through the word matthew 12:38 to 41 the scribes and the pharisees they came to him verse 38 teacher we want to see a sign from you you know what is the answer from god he answered and said to them an evil and adulterous generation seeks after your sign and no sign will be given to it except the sign of the prophet jonah and it goes on he was telling about and uh, even in the verse 41 indeed ye greater than jonah is here when you go to the last verse 42 he said indeed ye greater than solomon is here he was with them and even the even all the nature's proves that that is the power that is the signs for us is power is power and might and they are looking for sign see in even among us we always look for some signs from god give me some sign what is happening around us in this world everything is a sign everything is a fulfillment of what is written what else we need as a sign more than that the lord jesus christ himself is with us that's what he said more than jonah is here more than solomon is here it is all about if it is jonah it is about the judgment if it is about solomon it is about the wisdom so when god is with us what else we need what sign we need day to day we are experiencing his power and his presence the very protection the very life what we have the protection what we have what the provision what we have, everything is is a sign that god is with you what else we need what signs we need that's what the lesson is there for us finally and second uh, corinthian chapter 12 verse 7 to 10 it is all about paul paul was asking about the thorn and uh, remove the thorn from him second corinthian chapter 12 from verse 7 to 10 the thorn in his flesh and he says and at least i should be exalted above measure of abundance of our revelations a thorn in the flesh was given to me a messenger of satan uh, to forfeit me at least i have been exalted above the measure concerning this thing verse 8 concerning these things I pleaded with the Lord for three times that it might depart from me. He pleaded with him to remove the thorn. But what God has said in verse 8 it says, "My grace is sufficient for you, and my strength is made perfect in your weakness. Therefore, most gladly I will rather boast in my infirmities" that the power of christ may be rest upon me so this is how they experience what his experience is explaining first i was telling i am boast about these things 
I boast about the name of Jesus. I boast about his blood. I boast about this my infirmities. Why? The name of the Lord be glorified. What tells we need? If you compare all these things, these things are not straightforward answer for what we are asking. When you ask for a prayer healing, you should be pray heal. Uh, God should heal you or say no to you. It's not answer. My grace is sufficient. How you know? By your experience. Whether his grace is sufficient to you or not. If you understood and accepted, you will say from your mouth, glorify God. That is our experience. There are much more. Even in the Old Testament, if you look at it, there are a lot of experiences. And we know most of the things God answered. You may be, I do not know how many of you experienced why God say, uh, answer to us, no to our request. But there are examples. From you, you know. So what I wanted to say is, there are levels. Not every time, everything, exp- yeah, for everything, whatever the God said, is being a prayer answering card, and the promises are there, everything he will answer to you according to you, your need, or you whatever you wanted. God will answer you differently for you to teach you the lesson, for you to glorify God, for you to grow in your spiritual life. It is not only of the world, worldly, it is all has the eternal value. Based on that, God answers to you. That's why even in, uh, when we learn this, John 15 verse 7 says, If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it will be done for you. Even the classic one you know, the Philippians chapter 4 and 6, 4, verse 6. Be anxious for nothing. Tell your neighbor nothing. Be anxious for nothing. And in everything, say everything. In everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And everything you do it, the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. That is the answer. It is not everything or anything you ask. For everything, the answer is, you should have peace. That is the sign for God answer your prayers. Don't conclude, it is received or God answered or said, God answered yes or no or wait or anything. Whatever it is, altogether, the answer is, if you have peace, after your prayer, granted, God answered your prayers. That is the scripture says, it's not me. There is a uh, small uh, poem, just I put it over there, it is very small. Someone says, this the, written this, I asked for strength. God gave me difficulties to make me strong. I asked for wisdom. God gave me problems to solve it. I ask for prosperity. God gave me a job to work. I ask for courage. God gave me a dangers to overcome. I ask patience. God placed me in a situation where I was forced to wait. I ask for love. God gave me troubled people to help. I ask for favors. God gave me opportunities. So... I received nothing I wanted, but I received everything I needed. My prayer has been answered because I have peace in my prayer life. So when God answers our prayer, definitely, He teaches us lessons. He does this for our growth and for His glory. Amen? Close our eyes. Let's prepare ourselves. 
as the Lord's tables here before us. As we heard the word, just keep it in you, just go through it. Why God answers differently? Not every time, yes. There are different answers. Sometimes different, sometimes silent, sometimes wait, even sometimes no. What is your level of receiving God's, receiving answers from God in your spiritual life? If you have any, if you are touched by this word, pray. Pray to the Lord. Let God answer you, reveal Himself to you. Make you to understand who He is. Everybody is praying. Not everybody is receiving answer as we wanted. But today God has taught us, these are all the way I answer you. He is a Prince of Peace. He is with us. Gracious Heavenly Father, we praise you and we thank you once again for the time that you have given to us. Thank you, Lord, for the last 40 minutes you have been with us. Lord, even though not everything is presented to your children, the way you let me just have done it, my father. Father, continue to speak to every one of us. Amen. Father, give us the wisdom, the understanding of your scriptures, understanding of our relationship with you. You are the greatest treasure for us. In all the way. Father, if you are with us, who can or what can stand against us? Nothing from this world. Father, as you send your only son Jesus Christ as a prince of peace, let he take your dwelling place in our life, in our family. Lord, in our going and our coming, continue to guide us and lead us. Thank you, Lord, for hearing us. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. I want to believe God has something that he has packaged for us today. Because what pastor just preached to us today now, while I was meditating on the word to share with us before the communion, I discovered that God has proposed this table to be a table of strength for somebody. Yeah. Open with me to 1 Kings 19. You see there the story of prophet Elijah who prayed a prayer when he was in his distressed and depressed state and God answered the prayers differently. Isaiah 19.1 We all know this story. Elijah just had a great victory. He defeated the old idol worshiper in the nation and fire fell down. Miracles happened. In verse 1 And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done and with how he had slain all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a message unto Elijah, saying, So let the gods do to me, and more also, if I make not thy life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. Verse 3. And when he saw that, he arose, and went for his life, he ran away, and came to Bathsheba, which belonged to Judah, and left his servant there. Verse 4. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness. And came and sat down under a juniper tree. And he requested. He prayed. 
he requested for himself that he might die. And said, it is enough now, O Lord, take away my life, for I am not better than my father. And I want to believe somebody is in that stage. You have been praying, but you have seen that God does not jive. I just had a victory. Why is this challenge now? Why is this woman harassing me again? And the man began to run. I don't know the state you are right now, but hear what the way God wants to answer your prayer differently this morning. He asked God to kill him. Look at what God did. God answered his prayer differently. And as he lay and slept under a juniper tree, verse 5, Behold then, an angel touched him and said unto him, Arise and eat. You are about to take a mysterious food this morning. And this is the table of strength God has packaged for you. Every area of your life where you need strength, I want you to believe God, Lord, as I partake of this table, which is a mysterious food. Who prepared the food Elijah held? God. Who was the delivery agent? The angels. I don't know how you see this table you are about to take this afternoon. I want to see God, this is my table of strength. As I take this table, give me strength for my next levels. After this meal, Elijah took the meal the first time. The angel came back again, brought the food the second time. The Bible said, after this food, let's read it in verse 7. And the angel of the Lord came again and the second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat, because the journey is too great for thee. And verse 8. And he arose and did eat and went in the strength. Somebody say in the strength. Say in the strength of the meat, 40 days and 40 nights. This morning, I want to begin to pray in your heart. What is your desire from God on this table? Is it that you are struggling with sin? Is it that you are trusting God for one unique area of your life? Lord, strengthen me by this table. I don't want it to just be a routine for me. Like you strengthened Elijah and he did the extraordinary. After that mysterious food, Lord, strengthen me today as I partake of your table in the name of Jesus. And I believe God will do it for you in Jesus' name. The God that encouraged Elijah, the God that strengthened Elijah, by this table this afternoon, it will encourage you in the name of Jesus. And it will strengthen you in the name of Jesus. 1 Corinthians eleven twenty three to 32 For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he has given thanks, he break it and said, Take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also he took the cup, and when he has sobbed, I'm reading 1 Corinthians 11, 23 to 32, please. 1 Corinthians 11, 25. After the same manner, after he took the cup, he has, when he has sobbed, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the lost dead till he comes. And what is that? That is the instruction for us to remember the Lord through this table. To remember his death, his sacrifice, and his coming back. And what is your own preparation for the table? Say, so, wherefore, whosoever shall eat of this bread, verse 27, and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily, shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. Verse 28, but let a man examine himself, so let him eat of the bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not designing the lost body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. 
For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. This afternoon, I'd like you to examine yourself. Are you worthy for this table? Is your life being lived according to God's pattern? Are you living in unforgiveness? Then you need to make it right with God. So that you'll be able to be worthy to partake of this table. And you get the best from it. You get the best, the strength and the encouragement that God has in store for you. Now I'm going to give you two prayer points that you're going to pray. Before you come to the table and after you have taken the table. And what's the prayer? Father, encourage me by this meal. And strengthen me through this meal. The strength I need for my next level, give unto me. The ushers will be waiting on us. Please come to the front as the usher directs you. And you take the bread and the table. You pray while coming and you pray while going back. Father, we thank you for this table. I declare this is the table of strength and encouragement for everyone that partake of it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Usher, please, let's come lead the people to the front. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, you are. Yes, Bread of life sent down from glory. Many things you are ordered, a holy king, a carpenter, because you are the living word. Bread of life, sing, blend down from glory. Many things you are, many things you are on a, a holy king. A carpenter, cause you are bread of heaven, yeah, of life, yeah. Oh, send down from glory. Many things you are, many things you are.
let's appreciate him let's worship him thank you lord for the communion today for the word thank you for feasting us at your table thank you for the word of life that we have received today thank you for the month of september that promises to be a month to be much remembered we bless your name for your word that has come with fire and with power today thank you because every confusion has given way to direction thank you for strength on this table thank you lord because we are you praying we shall no longer be weary we shall no longer faint we shall no longer fail we shall no longer die on the road we shall not be frustrated thank you lord because our spirit man has been renewed today thank you lord because our spirit man has been renewed today bread of life thank you for feeding us by yourself thank you for feeding us by yourself thank you for feeding us by yourself blessed blessed be your name in jesus precious name we have prayed we have been told today that god answers all prayers he may not answer the way you want but he answers all prayers now the best part of it is that it may not be the way you want but be sure it is the best answer <laughs> amen it may not be the way you want but be sure it is the best answer God will always give his children the best and it will always be the best for you I pray that the month of September shall be your best month ever in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus all of a sudden the eyes of the disciples were opened and then they could see you see, when you see where, you go where. Father, I'd like you to pray by this communion, cause me to see where, so that I can go where this month. Cause me by this communion to see where. Let my spiritual eyes open. Let my spiritual ears open, so that I can hear you in prayers. So that I can see where. So that everything can go where for me this month so that my long-awaited testimonies can land for me this month thank you father in jesus precious name like us to also remember that gls is packaged for us and it is god's desire that we fulfill destiny it is not our if i must if i must truly share this with you today that we struggled to not do this program. God made it happen his own way. You know, when you are struggling to not do something, and God is saying, you must do it. Praise the Lord. Now, how did he say it? He made all the things that we thought, we will, we will move it, we will move it. He brought it and, and cleared it so that it can happen. Praise the Lord. Please take advantage of this opportunity. I have personally participated and you know, I will never bring anything or be part of anything that will not bless you. Praise the Lord. This leadership will never be part of anything that will not bless you. So don't look at it, be part of it. Whatever God brings here is targeting the best for your life. I pray that you will not miss it. I pray that you will not miss it. In the name of Jesus. This September shall be the best month of your life. Every day of this month shall bring you favor. Shall add color to your life. Shall move you forward. In every area in the name of Jesus. Whatever you lay your hands upon. This month. It shall prosper beyond imagination. In the name of Jesus, you shall not fail, you shall not faint, you shall not suffer breakdown. In the name of Jesus, no affliction on your journey, 
no harassment any area of your life in the name of Jesus so shall it be go in peace return next Friday with the best testimonies in the name of Jesus so shall it be in Jesus precious name let's share the grace in fellowship the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives and we shall dwell in the presence of the Lord forever and ever.